March 14, 2020. The coronavirus was officially declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization on March 11, 2020. Now, of course, we knew it was a pandemic weeks ago after it had spread to a number of countries in fairly short order. We knew that the real impact was being grossly understated for a few reasons. First of all, there was a lack of testing. Secondly, we know that people can walk around with this thing without symptoms for a couple of weeks or more. And third, the media and the government, if they're being honest, and let me say that's a very big if, while they can only report on what they actually know, and there is no way that the reported numbers could reflect the actual numbers of infected people. But again, the World Health Organization declared this a pandemic after it was a pandemic and well after. So why did it take them so long to declare this a pandemic? Well, the World Health Organization says it took them so long because the term pandemic is not a word to use lightly or carelessly. According to them, it's a word that, if misused, can cause unreasonable fear or unjustified acceptance that the fight is over, leading to unnecessary suffering and death. Now, that's a direct quote from the World Health Organization. But what this really means is that this was all for psychological purposes so as not to induce panic among the people. Healthcare personnel were concerned that the average person may go bananas and start hoarding, looting, fighting, and behaving irrationally. Well, unfortunately, we have people doing this already, don't we? Those people who are doing this are really those who are unprepared. They're the unprepared and the socially and financially illiterate who have relied on the media and popular culture convincing them that being prepared is being a paranoid lunatic. As I've stated before, popular culture looks down on those who consider themselves to be preppers. But look around you now. Those who have prepared don't have to risk their health, nor do they have to risk their sanity by going out and standing in a half-mile-long line at Costco while people punch each other in the face and brawl over toilet paper. The sad thing is that people are behaving this way and we haven't even reached 3,000 infections out of a population of 330 million people in this country. Imagine the sheer chaos that will ensue if we get to half a million or a million infections and a corresponding 15,000 to 30,000 deaths, assuming that there's a 3% mortality rate. Imagine what happens if we get to a million infections. Well, regardless of whether this is going to end up being the zombie apocalypse or not, the economy is already decelerating and will continue to decelerate rapidly. As people travel less and governments put official restrictions on travel, we are already seeing the airline, cruise ship, hotel, and restaurant industries taking massive hits. These hits are going to lead to massive layoffs, business closures, higher unemployment, and dependency on the government, particularly if people haven't prepared or don't have family or friends or churches or other charitable institutions that can help them out. Unemployment, in turn, means less money will be circulating on goods and services and will domino into additional economic losses and layoffs across a number of industries 
particularly sports and entertainment, as people put their money into food and other basic necessities, as they should. The stock market has already dropped 6,000 points this year, from 29,000 to right around 23,000, and additional losses are likely. This is going to impact the psychology and the wallets of those in retirement or those looking to retire soon, and those who have pensions that are going to take massive hits. Now, remember that pension obligations are already under great stress in this country since many states promised public unions retirement packages already far in excess of what the states would reasonably be able to pay. So this is a huge problem. And eventually, the supply chain that delivers goods from manufacturers to shops will take a hit if this gets worse as well. If, now I say if because I don't know what the future holds here, but if large numbers of people get infected, who is going to produce, deliver, stock shelves, and sell to the public? Who's going to do it? Now, much of this could be based on panic and fear rather than on reality, but regardless as to why and how it happens or what it's based on, a hit to the supply chain would really be devastating. A hit on the supply chain could lead to empty store shelves and higher prices, which in turn, combined with high employment, could lead to looting and other property crimes. Things could really get wildly out of control here, and this is not just possible, but probable, given how people have already started behaving when the virus hasn't even really become that widespread yet. People, you really need to prepare, but prepare calmly, responsibly, smartly, and not contribute to the chaos. And the reason I say that is because the petty tyrants that run many of our government agencies are just waiting for the moment when they can flex their power and institute martial law. Think about this. Look at the stories that have already transpired. Already, the National Guard has established a containment area in New Rochelle, New York. Many banks and stores and other businesses are closed, and some people are getting food from the National Guard from at least one food distribution site that I'm aware of. The mayor of Champaign, Illinois, has, by executive order, illegally banned the sale of all firearms and ammunition. Now, according to the website Big League Politics, the mayor is also claiming the power not to just ban gun and ammo sales, but also the sale of alcohol, the opening of bars and taverns, and the sale of gasoline. The executive order also gives her the power to shut down electrical services and to take possession of private property within the city. All of this completely unconstitutional. And this is what I am referring to when I talk about petty tyrants who can't wait to flex their power and take away your rights. These people have no authority to eliminate your constitutional rights, and though there is no excuse for this, you should not behave in a manner which gives them any reason to claim that their illegal behavior is necessary. Now, just as in Katrina, Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, you all may remember this, City and state officials called for and implemented martial law, even going house to house, confiscating firearms from the elderly, while young punks were out looting stores and breaking into homes of people who evacuated. 
give these people an inch, they will take a mile. In a time of crisis, I'm going to tell you that the government may end up being the biggest problem you have to deal with. We can demand that they do the right thing, but you definitely can't trust that they will do the right thing. So if the infections keep growing, and again, if they keep growing and things get out of control, I want you to just pay attention and watch as the calls for martial law get louder and louder with time. Just watch how the media will convince people that they have to give up their rights and watch the brainwashed masses go for it and endorse the move. And finally, you'll watch martial law become an abusive and oppressive tool, which gives the control freaks carte blanche to turn portions of America into open-air prison camps. Over the last several decades, politicians have put in a number of laws and executive orders which they claim gives them the right to suspend the U.S. Constitution for continuity of government under martial law. So if you're interested in learning some of that history, go ahead and search online for Rex 84. There are a number of articles and videos on this. It was called Readiness Exercise 1984, which, according to globalresearch.ca, outlines continuity of government, wherein the U.S. Constitution is suspended, martial law is declared, and the U.S. military command take over state and local governments in order to ensure stabilization of our nation at any cost. Any American who is deemed a national security threat would be detained in an internment or FEMA camp. Some of the plans include internment camps where all or portions of the active or inactive military bases would be transformed into work camps where all considered would be to be where all considered to be dissonant would be held. Now I want you to also look up Army Field Manual 3-39.40, and this is from February of 2010. This is an Army manual that st says that the Army can create internment and re-education prison camps for the domestic population. Imagine. The manual acknowledges that these operations would be in violation of the Posse Comitatus Act, and that, of course, is the law which says the United States military cannot be used internally for police as a police force. But this field manual while acknowledging that law, says that they would get a special exception to the law. Now, don't think they haven't already carved out such an exception. They will, in time, ignore this law at a time of their choosing. Tyrants, of course, do not feel that the law applies to them unless it's a law that gives them more power over you. Now, I don't know how severe this pandemic is going to be, and it may pass and just become another minor and forgotten note in the history books. On the other hand, it could become something horrible, but it largely depends on how the people of this country behave and react to the situation as it develops. If it becomes severe, look to the government to abuse their power. As Lord Acton said, power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. There are several government agencies run by people who would love nothing more than to take their power to the next level, and they'll do it, and they'll do it in the name of law and the greater good. 
And with that, I'll leave you with your quote of the day, and it's from Montesquieu. There is no greater tyranny than that which is perpetuated under the shield of law and in the name of justice. Thank you, and good night.